0: Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Today's program deals with mature subject matter. Parents might want to occupy younger listeners elsewhere, or you can listen on your own at letstalkadoption.com.
1: Well, welcome to Let's Talk Adoption. This is Marty Caldwell, and thank you for joining us today. We have a wonderful program scheduled for you. We have a two-part program we're going to be talking about today, uh, strengthening and renewing your marriage while you're building your family. And today we have with us um, a wonderful pastor and his wife. Uh, over the last 20 years, they've been pastoring and mentoring um, families and couples and traveling throughout the United States, uh, Lillian George um, Parker. Parker. Work to build uh, families and really help um, in outreach with people that are struggling. And so they have uh, agreed to join us today with some questions that that many families have, couples have, when they're working on building healthy marriages. And so I think this will be very helpful to a lot of people. We will have this two-part series Available on CD also for you. So if you know somebody that might benefit from this, this might be a nice thing to get. You can visit our website at letstalkadoption.com where you can listen to other topics on adoption, parenting, relationships, and more. And also we have some past shows. Do sign up for our newsletter and our announcement regarding our weekly shows um, by signing up on the left side of the site. Just uh, click your name and uh, it is all private and we'll send it to you. My email is info at letstalkadoption.com. So welcome to the show, Lily and George. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Thank Marty. You for we us. have um, so much to cover. You know, uh, infertility and adoption is a difficult time for parents, um, for couples. They uh, are going through a lot, especially when you've gone through infertility, then you're facing adoption. The struggles, um, you know, the... Um, Intimacy on demand, uh, yeah. you know, it, that's very, very difficult. And I have been through that with my infertility also, so I realize that. And marriages fall apart all the way around us because people have struggles. And today we brought some things in that I think will really be helpful to um, our listeners on You know topics that uh, I think really hit home. I can't imagine looking over our list of questions that come in. One of these can't hit home with uh, with people, whether they're adopting (laughs) or not. Um, Tell us a little bit about how you first got into uh, helping uh, other couples. What and what have you done,
0: George? Well, both Lily and I have. uh, We we experienced Mm -hmm. a very rough start to our own relationship, Mm -hmm. and had to walk through a lot of things. And and at the same time, we're studying for ministry and Mm -hmm. getting ourselves all built up and. And uh, as the years went by, you know, pastoring different places and experiencing uh, different life situations Mm -hmm. and what people were going through and everything, uh, we've developed a lot of things through the years just by talking with folks, ministering Mm -hmm. to folks, you know, different materials and things that are out there that are available. But also a lot of practical wisdom, knowledge, things that Mm -hmm. we've built through the years.
1: Right. For everybody to use, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's really helpful. So you do seminars also and speak and, and travel about that. And I know you both have some wonderful voices, and you have some CDs. We're going to share that later on your website for that. But I really want to get into some of the things here, Lily. How did you how did you feel about getting involved with helping families and couples um, in marriages?
2: Well, actually, I really love it because I love to see people feel and. And, you know, know that their life is successful. And Mm -hmm. one of the major things in life is a marriage Mm -hmm. and seeing that be a successful uh, enterprise in your life. Right. So I truly love working with people and helping them um, come to some realizations about each other that help them walk together as one.
1: Yeah, I think that's great. And I know that we have a lot of people out there that are, are hurting right now, even though that no one else may know uh, they're hurting behind closed doors. And oh, here's, yeah. here's one of the things we have too. Um, here's a question. We have kids and work full time. How can we, with a limited budget on time and money, keep the marital spark alive? <laughs> George, <laughs> you want to answer that or Lily?
0: Oh, I guess I'll hit that one. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of folks think that that yeah. it's expensive to be able to do things to keep the marriage alive. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's not. I mean, if you think about it, when, when you begin a relationship... Romance starts before intimacy. <coughs> it mm-hmm. starts before conception. It starts before the ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and at that point, you know, you didn't have to have expensive things. It was the little thoughts. It was the flower. It was the the kind note. It mm-hmm. was the, the thoughtful action or deed. Right. You know, that kind of thing. Taking is, the trash out. Yeah. And and it's all those kind of things that for some reason. People tend to think that once you get married, once the vow has been sealed, the ring is on the hand, the romance stops. Yeah. And that's not true. No.
1: No. There's small things. You know, I have one friend. Her husband brings her coffee every morning in bed. And uh, mm-hmm. that is so special. And I know that uh, when my husband, I don't want him to buy flowers, but I love it when he goes out and gets wildflowers and brings it home. You yes. know, those are things I think are really key uh, and people find. So d- pulling out that niche on there. And I think you're right. I think when you're on a limited budget, you have to get creative. Oh, yeah. Yes, and, and
0: one of the catchphrases that my wife and I have come up with is remembering to roar. And it, we spell mm-hmm. the acronym R O A A R, and it says resume our alive and active romance. Oh,
1: that's great! That's <laughs> so great. so, guys.
0: Remember, mm-hmm. you gotta roar, man. Keep that, keep that romance alive. That's good. That's yes.
1: great. Put that on your yes. mirror every morning too. <laughs> Here's another one. My husband, or uh, you know, is not a believer. What is your best advice for handling this on an ongoing basis?
2: Um, I would say, first of all. You don't want to try to force anything on anyone, Mm -hmm. Um, but just living your life in a godly manner, if you are the believer, Mm -hmm. will very much encourage your mate or your Mm -hmm. spouse because they are looking to see something different Mm -hmm. than the world, and if you're professing to be a Christian, Mm -hmm. then the most important things are the fruit of your life, Mm -hmm. in other words, are you kind, are you gentle, are you loving? Mm -hmm. You know, is your life reflecting the same attributes that Christ reflected? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, If that's so, then um, you will probably find that your marriage will still be a very happy marriage. Right. Um, Also, there is a scripture in 1 Corinthians 7, um, 12 through 16, Mm -hmm. that states that uh, if the person is married to someone who is not a believer, Mm They shouldn't, um, if they decide to come to the Lord themselves Mm -hmm. and they become a believer, then um, that person who's the believer should not try to get out of that marriage because Mm -hmm. they're, you know, came to Christ. That's Mm -hmm. totally opposite of what Mm -hmm. God wants. Right. Uh, Rather, they should uh, instead understand that their mate is, according to God, is sanctified Mm -hmm. by the very fact that they are Christian. Mm -hmm. So that it's, uh, again, God is in the business of, uh, keeping marriages solid and and fulfilling
1: and that's yeah. the hardest time you know during uh, during the adoption process or infertility when people are poking you and there's expenses and there's tenseness and there might be infertility treatments that cause irritability and hormonal changes oh, yeah. oh, on both yes. sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one person feels bad, whether it's a man or woman with infertility problems, it really can tear apart and they don't feel fulfilled. They feel like their time's ticking and I've got to get out of this marriage so I can have the, the person of my dreams. Mm-hmm. What do you say, George, that?
0: You know what, Marty? We can totally identify with that because yes. Lily and I have gone okay. through the same roads. Mm-hmm. We... Uh, we Have been married for 19 years Mm -hmm. and not been able to have children. Mm. We uh, have... Come to the point in our lives where we've decided that uh, one of the best things we love to do is take other people's children, love on them, and Mm -hmm. send them back home. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: And and everyone's different. See, and that's and it's Mm -hmm. something I think that people need to really pray about, but be close with and not split up because it could be very easily for you to split up and say, you know, what I want to go ahead and find a spouse that feels this way or that way. Mm -hmm. Was that a mutual feeling, or is it kind of you know you're leaving it up to the Lord, I guess? And if there's a child there for you, then he'll bring it into your your family too. But in the meantime, mm-hmm. you're still enjoying children. Oh, yeah. yeah. It still yes. it takes oh, years
0: yes. weaving through that process, mm-hmm. obviously. It's not yeah. something that, you know, you decide overnight. Yeah. Right. And we've gone through our emotional roller coasters over the whole thing, you Yeah, know, mm-hmm. the ups and downs and all the things and the medical doctor saying you can't and and mm-hmm. then the hope, oh, you know, she's late, maybe, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and all of that <laughs> that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: and that and that's hard to go year after year, too. Yes. Here's another one, too, that I hear co- commonly. Um my wife is out of control she does whatever she wants even after i told her what i uh, i want to do how do i fix this <laughs> wow <laughs> so who wants to answer that one <laughs>
2: that's, that's i'm gonna one give one. that one to you george
0: okay george so well. this guy's got a wife that's out of control <laughs> first first rule you can't sit on her okay, okay. <laughs> that doesn't work okay. um, I think probably the best way to answer that would be to go back to God's original plan for man Mm -hmm. and woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently in the process right now of writing a book dealing mm. with co-regents oh, that mm-hmm. God had destined and purposed man and woman to be joint heirs, mm-hmm. to be a co-regents, co-king and queen mm-hmm. of this earth. And we were to dominate it and we were to subdue it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not man was this awesome, strong person and the woman was this weak, frail mm-hmm. little thing that, that he could control and dominate mm-hmm. and push around. That was not God's purpose mm-hmm. originally. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, through years and years we've migrated to this concept and this image that a woman is lesser than, Mm -hmm. unable, incapable. Mm -hmm. And that is not true in the least. In in God's eyes, man and woman are to be hand in hand, side by side, working together. And Lily came up with a great idea when Mm -hmm. we were talking about this one day about it being like a business partnership. You want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Sure. Well, yes, marriage truly is uh, Mm -hmm. a partnership. And if you compare it, which you can, uh, to a corporation partnership, Mm -hmm. both partners have equal um, power. Mm -hmm. Um, And in a corporation uh, environment, would you negate your Mm co-owner, would you negate their input Mm -hmm. or their their advice or decisions? Mm -hmm. No, you would listen to them because you're in in that same uh, corporation Mm -hmm. together and Mm -hmm. you're trying to accomplish a certain goal. Mm -hmm. Well, what a lot of times people don't understand is marriage is also something that you're trying to accomplish a certain goal in, mm-hmm. and the goal is success.
1: And what happens when the wife wants to be the CEO? <laughs> 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 and, 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 and you know, I mean, so you have that. You have women that have that really um they have a difficult time because they re- for, for, for us with adoption, mm-hmm. you know, that can be uh, I really want this baby and I want one as soon as possible, and she's really pushing the husband to go into this or that direction, mm-hmm. and that can really hurt a marriage. What do you you suggest? I would suggest that
2: any time you're going into some decision as big as adoption, that it has to be um, equally uh, agreed upon. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you force something that you want, then you have actually brought a division in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's very important that you don't do that. Number one, the most important Mm -hmm. thing is the husband and wife relationship. More so than the mother and daughter or mm-hmm. father and, and child mm-hmm. relationship. It They're is be the there. marriage.
1: That's right. They're going to be there for a long time when the that's kids are gone. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's
2: the foundation of whether mm-hmm. or not that family will succeed is that relationship between the husband and wife. And it is
1: the foundation and yes. it's very true and the children do you know, have a lot of problems sometimes with that too. Well we're going to take a quick break when we come back. We're going to be talking more about this. We're going to get into some real intimate things here so be sure you have uh, little ones uh, you know, tucked away doing something in the other room uh, if you'd like and Uh, we'll be back right after this talking more about how to strengthen your marriage and um, revive your marriage while you're trying to build your family. And this pertains to a lot of people. We'll be right back after this short message. God has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we simply aren't sure what that is. Many Christian families are struggling today with infertility and pregnancy loss and feel forgotten as to God's plan for their lives. Is God trying to convey his plan to you? Perhaps he is trying to lead you to another path for building your family. Christian families are being built every day through the miracle of adoption. There is hope and there's a child for you. Visit lifetimeadoption.org. Or call 530-432-7373 to learn more about welcoming a baby into your heart through adoption. Welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. This is Marty Caldwell. and Today we're talking about an important topic for many people, strengthening your marriage, renewing your marriage while you're trying to create a family. And, you know, these topics that we have today pertain to people with children, without children, people that have grandchildren, -grandchildren. (laughs) great-grandchildren. So um, today we have um, two wonderful people with us that are sharing, that work with couples, um, George and Lily Parker, and uh, they are in Northern California. They have Lion Song International Ministries, and they do speak and um, have a wonderful music ministry also. Before we left, um, we talked a little bit about, um, you know, different things people are talking about, but here's one question that comes in. My mate interrupts me while we we're talking, any <laughs> suggestions, boy, I, I can hear a lot of people saying, yeah, that's me.
0: You know, it's hilarious. We, we've we worked with so many couples that have that same problem all mm-hmm. the time. You know, it's like I start to say a sentence and the other one answers it or repeats <laughs> or they ask another Finish question. It. Yeah, and, it, and it's so frustrating. And one of the key factors that my wife and I use when we are doing marriage counseling is we train people on communication tools, mm. different tools that they can utilize. And, and I wanted to just maybe <laughs> touch a few of those real fast if I could Um, let's see probably one of the key ones that because of the interruption thing we come up with a concept called talking stick Mm-hmm. And it can be yeah. anything in the home. You know, it could be a, a pillow or whatever. Mm-hmm. But whoever has possession of that item mm-hmm. is the one who gets to speak.
1: Mm-hmm. I like the wooden spoon. Yes, <laughs> I was going to say the wooden spoon. You read my mind. The wooden spoon, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, but see, the wooden spoon can be used to whack. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Not if it has peanut butter on the end. no. Nope. Oh, there you right. go. Uh,
0: but, but the concept is yeah. uh, you're real basic. that mm-hmm. and. And that way it just helps people to realize that, you know, I have to finish my thought mm-hmm. before it's time to pass on.
1: Right. And then finish that. And that really is a visual for the other the other partner to um, keep their mouth shut and listen. Yeah, I think the listening is really hard, too. Yes. Tell me a little bit about your concept of waffles versus spaghetti concept. <laughs> I have that down here. What well, you know,
0: um, a lot of you've heard statements like you know, men are from Mars, women are from Venus mm-hmm. and things like that. Well, I, I came across this thing a a few years ago, and it was men are like waffles Mm -hmm. and women are like spaghetti. (laughs) And uh, folks kind of look really strange at that. But actually, that is more of the model of the way that men and women think and process. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. With men, men um, are like waffles. We Mm -hmm. have compartments that we deal with. Whenever we're dealing with a subject, we'd like to get in that compartment, Mm -hmm. stay in that compartment, process it through until that's done, and then move on to the next compartment. Whereas women with spaghetti, they have a a way of communicating where every issue is going to wrap and noodle its way all the way through and touch and intermingle with so many other thoughts, Mm -hmm. other emotions, things that are connected with other Mm -hmm. things that they need to literally talk to process yes. through mm-hmm. a a struggle, an issue, or whatever. Whereas mm-hmm. you know, men we like to keep we like to tell them, "Hey, you're talking too much. You know, stop it. You're going. You yeah. know." But women need to talk mm-hmm. in order to process. Mm-hmm. Where men, we're, we're bears. We need mm-hmm. to go into the cave yes. and hibernate mm-hmm. and think and process and then mm-hmm. come back with a solution. Yeah,
1: right. yeah. Interesting, and and it's important to keep that in mind because you're not going to change uh, a waffle into spaghetti and spaghetti into waffles. No, so no, you won't. <laughs> you won't do it. And and truly, if men
2: uh, will allow the to mm-hmm. speak mm-hmm. he'll find that she'll eventually get to the point mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to she'll even come up with her own solution mm-hmm. if he just gives her that
1: space to speak yeah a lot of times just men listen. just don't understand that too right. my husband just clams up when he's under stress how can I draw him out
0: <laughs> well once again that that may be a misnomer on the mm-hmm. wife's part mm-hmm. you know because a man doesn't talk doesn't mean he's not thinking
1: Ah, uh, that's very good. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: men need to, like I said, go into the cave. They mm-hmm. need to ponder. They need to process. Yeah. But men also remember, you need to come out of the cave yeah. and communicate. And
1: spend time, with quality time. Important. Put down the, the remote control and the, <laughs> yeah. uh, the headset and everything and spend time. And I think that's face-to-face. Um, I think that's really important, too. Here's another one. My husband no longer romances me. Once we married, the only flowers I saw were under our backyard. If I want nice things, I buy them myself. How can I let him know? That I still need some whining and dying without whi- whining h i n g yeah yeah without whining yeah
0: that's Go good ahead, baby what do you want
1: well mm-hmm. um, something we discussed was
2: it's good to use metaphors if you try to manipulate your husband mm-hmm. with uh, oh I saw Joe brought his wife flowers you know <laughs> uh, men see right through that and it's mm-hmm. like oh c- come on you know mm-hmm. you're whining mm-hmm. um, so you want to come up with other ideas and other ways of speaking. See, Jesus used metaphors to get his point across. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was uh, very clear when he got through with his story what he was really saying. Uh-huh. So many times for women, <laughs> we need to be a little more creative and not try to manipulate, but mm-hmm. to come up with some kind of metaphoric um, Story or a situation that we can explain to our husband and let him come to his own conclusion mm-hmm.
1: of what is needed. Well, I think relating to something, I know I gave a metaphor to my husband one time about um, something, and I used a sports car because he loves sports cars. Right, yeah. right. And I'll tell you what, he totally got it. I said it exactly. was a brand new Ferrari in the driveway with the keys, full tank of gas, paid for, doors open, and you don't have time. You can just go by and pat it on the hood. Do you know how that would feel? And <laughs> right. that's how, So uh, when I used that metaphor, he went, oh, I get it. Right, exactly. right. And so I think really going if your husband's a bowler or if he's into some type of sports mm-hmm. uh, talk about missing that basket or whatever you <laughs> right. know yeah, exactly. and, and having the whole crowd upset with you. Right. So I think doing that too. George, you had a comment on that too. Oh, I was mm-hmm. just
0: going <laughs> to use an example, but you came up with a great one there. Yes, I, I was really. going to say, you know, for instance, you know, a lady would say, you know, say you want to give me a bunch of flowers, but you sit them out in the car for a long time mm-hmm. and and then you know by the time you get the flowers to me they're all wilted and miserable. Do you think right. I would enjoy those? Yeah. And the and the husband would say, "No." Well, well, that's how I feel when you do such and that's such. That's really good. Yeah, yeah you know? I think
1: that's, and it's good to hear from a man too. Mm-hmm. Here's another one too. Um, you know, uh, my husband is a sports nut. How can I connect with him when he's uh, he, a weekend warrior? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll let you answer that as a man. <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure you talk to a lot of men because, you know, a lot right. of men are really hooked in one sport after another sport and fantasy football. Mm-hmm. And then they go to sporting events and they sit on the TV, you know. And that's really hard when you're trying to, I know I hear a lot of women saying, I'm trying to work on our adoption and you're not going to make a good dad. And if you don't have time mm-hmm. now, well, you have time later. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you know, there are times and seasons for everything. I mean, the Bible talks about it in that Ecclesiastes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, there's times and seasons for everything. Mm -hmm. And men, there's times to get involved in sports. There's times to do Mm -hmm. things, do guy things and have fun. But then there are times that you need to be there for your wife. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can't overbalance one or the other. We need to find a mm-hmm. compromise. Find and you know, ladies also, a lot of times Shopping. guys would like for you to be involved with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a couple that we've worked with for many years and and the guy was a complete sports nut. He would run and jog and bike and go mm-hmm. all the time and everything. Mm-hmm. And she tried to do it for a while but just couldn't mm-hmm. and after a while just quit. And the husband felt a little bit dejected mm-hmm. and left out because she had started Experiencing what he was experiencing and, and didn't get it yeah. And didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: But I think a lot of times we don't have the same needs and so we have to be able to address that too.
0: Yeah. Right. Um, oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. My hubby comes home from work, pops open a beer or a soda and, <laughs> and parks <laughs> his, his, himself in front of the video game system um, or a TV. How, I cannot seem to get his attention. You know, What can I do to get his attention? Because, uh, you know, it seems like this gal's got a lot of frustration because he's really focusing on work, come home, pop down, and ignores her.
0: Mm. Yes. Well, my wife and I worked out a compromise on that. (laughs) Yes, Um, we did. A lot of times when, you know, a guy or a lady, honestly, Mm -hmm. when you come home from work, you're not ready when you're standing at the door to be Mm -hmm. hit with 17 things that need Mm -hmm. to happen, you know? And so what we came up with a compromise for me, I told her, honey, I can't process all of this right now yes i Mm -hmm. i need a moment Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so we agreed that when i come home from work or when she would come home from work that we would give one another a half hour space Uh Mm -hmm. 30 minutes, and just Mm -hmm. 30 minutes to unwind to do whatever you want sit on the couch pop on the tv whatever it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. just as long as i get a chance to detox from the world (laughs) and then then it's time to get back in
1: yeah and if there's Mm -hmm. and if there's a you know this is one thing that i like i like tebow because Mm -hmm. if there's something really good on just tebow it yeah. And then turn it off and go back later on when it's not taken away from family time. Right.
2: There you you know, go. I
1: think it's really important too. Um, you know, I think what we need to do is, you know, really communicate, learn to communicate with our spouse. I think it's really important. And I know one thing we're going to do is we're going to continue this because we're doing a two-week part and we're going to talk about sex. Yes, sex on Let's Talk Adoption. (laughs) So we've got more about that um, coming up about, you know, um, spouses and different personality types too. So we're going to share that next week when you rejoin us at Let's Talk Adoption to talk about how to really nurture and strengthen uh, marriages and uh, relationships with and without children. Um, because it's the foundation of the family. So I I hope next week uh, you'll join us back, and I know that George and Lily, you'll be here with us next week, and we're going to continue talking about some real intimate things, too, about uh, intimacy and how it can be really affected during the infertility process and um, how this can destroy a marriage when there isn't intimacy, when there isn't sex, when there isn't romance and lovemaking. Um, A marriage can really um, fall by the wayside very quickly, so I think it's important. So thank you for being here this week, and I want to mention to all our listeners that if you'd like a copy of this two-part series, contact us at letstalkadoption.com. And again, on our website, you'll find lots of information. We are going to continue this next week, Strengthening Your Marriages. And this is Marty Caldwell um, with Let's Talk Adoption. I hope you have a wonderful week and I hope you'll join us next week when we continue this two-part series. God bless you and have a wonderful week. We'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit lifetimeadoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell.